it's blinking red and it says recording. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Let's hit it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alan Hill, the nostalgic vagabond. I lived out of a backpack for many years during my 20s and some 30s. I'm less of a nomad these days. In this podcast series, I'm catching up with old friends, wonderful people I've met in the traveller's trek. And what better time is there to catch up, reminisce, and see how everyone is getting on in 2020? I hope you enjoy hearing about our journeys as much as we've enjoyed sharing. My guest on this episode is the clever, optimistic, and in my opinion, the nicest person in the world, Anna Martosic. Anna's an entrepreneur, and her go-getter attitude is infectious, even if zooming in all the way from Dubrovnik in Croatia. Anna, how are you? I'm doing fabulous. Even though we are living in Corona time, I'm really doing great. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. It's um, a weird time to be alive, but we are alive, and that's what's important. Exactly. I feel very happy, actually. I've never known you to be any other way. You've always been happy when I've been around you, at least. Well, I am. You know why? Because I'm trying to appreciate the little things in my life. And when you start learning to appreciate little things, you become a completely different person, and you become fulfilled within yourself. Once when you are fulfilled within yourself, you are happier. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I have my upside, upside downs. I have my bad days. But then I'm really trying to stay positive and focused. And what I do, like especially lately, I meditate a lot. So my morning becomes, I wake up at 7.51 a.m. in the morning. Precise. Precise <laughs> 7.51 a.m. in the morning. Don't ask me why I have that 51. I just do. I like that number. And I go in the washroom. I do me, take a shower, brush my teeth. And then what I do, I start exercise. I exercise for 30 minutes. After that, I meditate. And after that, I read my affirmations. Why? Because I think they are very important. I think it's very important to embrace yourself. I started doing that and I, I, it just makes your heart warmer. And when you start appreciate yourself, you are going to appreciate more people around you. And even you are having some challenging uh, periods in your life and especially because we are living now in a very challenging time you know i think that it's very important to stay how do you say in english very calm in your head and very um, like stable so it's helping me a lot <laughs> yeah i think in the english language now we've actually stolen a chinese word called zen it's correct. You know, it's very important. It's not working every time, but you have to work on yourself constantly because it's not somebody going to give it or serve it for you. You have to do it yourself. And as like you are making your bed every morning, that's something you have to do. You have to take care of yourself because no one else will, will do it for you. Exactly. That's a good point. So Anna, we met a long time ago in Toronto, didn't we? Yes, we did. Back in 2012. 2012, yeah. I remember uh, that, that time quite fondly because one of the reasons why I went to Toronto, especially at that time, 
was because I never really experienced uh, a real winter being from Australia. Unfortunately, the winter was one of the weakest winters I think they had in a long time. And to be honest, it wasn't even as cold as a freezer on the worst day. And uh, I was disappointed in that. However, I was very intrigued with the type of people I met in my time in Toronto. And one thing that I am really intrigued by, especially when traveling, is the reasons why people are traveling and, and why at that time in their life and why this particular destination. So I don't know if you can remember and take yourself back. Wow, what is it now? Uh, more than eight years since we met in Toronto. But can you articulate what you were feeling in that time in your life and why you chose to come to Canada and, and go on that adventure? Oh my gosh, I was so excited. So when I was a little girl, I wanted to move abroad. I wanted to live somewhere because I'm coming from a little city, right? I am living in Dubrovnik. Um, Dubrovnik for uh, our listeners who doesn't know, are a little city in uh, Croatia and it's the Pearl of the Adriatic, and it's very well known uh, for uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> and uh, it was uh, quite interesting for me because my uncle um, used to live in Toronto. So I was looking at him and he was traveling and he would come home and he was telling us stories about Canada world. And I was like so intrigued by his stories. And I think it said, in me and since I was getting older and older I always had the desire in me to meet people from the different cultures and just to see how am I going to find myself I did it I'm born in 1988 so I did it when I was in my 20s and I think that was the best time for me so I saved all my money and I applied for Canadian visa. And uh, why Canada? Because I wanted to go to Australia or I, like I had USA on my list too, but Canada was the country who allowed me to enter and work their country the fastest. So within a month, I received my work permit, I packed my bags and I went. I knew nobody. <laughs> so. I booked a um, Canadiana uh, room uh, in a hostel. Unfortunately, Canadiana doesn't exist anymore. I know, but how sad. It was a very sad moment when I found out, but it is what it is. But, you know, I stayed over there for two months and it wasn't easy beginning. Um, I just went with the flow. I didn't know what to expect. And especially it was the first time for me to live in a, such a huge city with over 68 ethnical gr groups but it was very important to me because I love people I love meeting people from all over the world and that's why I love traveling because every single day I learn something new and it helps me to stay open-minded and just to see and tap more options because I think world is one beautiful place with unlimited options and you can be or you can do whatever you want you just have to again I'm going back to the focus you just have to know what do you want but I had amazing one year over there 
So, and I have, and I still cherish amazing memories from that time. You see it like we have met back in 2012 over there and we are friends and we are still in touch. So, you know, that's something what I cherish. We even met in Dubrovnik, you came over here for a couple of days. So it was like, it's just amazing to have and to know people all over the world and just to connect and to exchange experiences. And that's something that I cherished after one year when I came back home. Yeah, I mean, the last two times we met, ironically, I was on my way leaving to go to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> so thankfully, we have such technologies where uh, we can communicate virtually. And perhaps this is something we're going to have to get even more used to in this modern time. The traveling uh, is kind of uncertain, perhaps, right now. It is, but it's not impossible. Like yesterday, I came back uh, from Lastova Island. Uh, that is the island in Dubrovnik-Neretva County, and it's uh, the furthest one. So I went with my partner on Friday, and we came back yesterday. And what we are doing now, we are traveling our country. And, uh, you know, as I said earlier, there are so many possibilities. So when you do your research you decide in which way you want because all of us want a little bit of our vacation and this is the best time to meet your country even though if you want to travel you have to prepare yourself very well to meet and understand the measurements that are happening in the country at the moment but i'm very proud of croatia because we fought the epidemic quite well actually pandemia quite well and uh, now we are the only country who is welcoming even Americans in the entire Euro European Union. And uh, now people from UK are as well able to travel over here. So this information is accurate at time of recording. Make sure, like any intelligent traveler, especially during these times, that you have the most up-to-date information on measures that exist in the country you intend to visit, plus your own. I think like good preparation is everything and people are going to travel again. Like Dubrovnik, it's not full like we are used to now, but you know, you are still having people, even Rod Stewart is in Dubrovnik at the moment. <laughs> so, you know, like people are finding their ways and you are going to find a beautiful accommodation, a bit isolated or a bit further and you are still going to enjoy your couple of days or weeks, whatever you have. When I was in Dubrovnik in 2017, I think, I discovered that it's extremely reliant on tourism with the huge cruise ships that come in every day and spend their money in the town. I imagine that is not happening right now. No, it's not happening at the moment. Uh, but we are having, like, we are actually uh, rebuilding our relationship and we are having uh, airplanes running around, so which is really good. We are remaining connected because it's very challenging as well to arrive in Dubrovnik. Maybe you are going to rent a car and come over here or you are just going to hop on your, on your plane and arrive over here. And I really recommend uh, people who are still searching where to spend their holidays or where to like go for a couple of days definitely to visit Dubrovnik because now it's even prettier it's always pretty but now it's even prettier because it's not crowdy and you can feel the city even more 
and it's beautiful you know like to me it was very interesting like now in march um in 2020 just to go around the city and see empty beautiful streets so, <laughs> so no we are not having cruise ships uh, they are uh, taking a good rest <laughs> but uh, i think like we, we are still very well connected and people are able to come over here and I imagine, just like you, Anna, uh, the people in Dubrovnik are remaining very optimistic still for the future when things come back out, they can continue on with their lifestyle. Well, you know what, like I'm thinking even I have my um, brand that I developed back in 2018 and the name of it is Hello Dubrovnik. So anyone who is arriving over here, they can take free hand fan, refresh themselves and find useful information on what to do in Dubrovnik. And that's correct, like what you are saying, but at the same time, um, even though Dubrovnik is relaying a lot on tourism, people are still, that's something I did, I like stayed um, in my niche and I kept on working. Why? Because I think it's very important to not stop. Even though times are challenging, as we already said, if you stop doing something that you have built for many, many years before, uh, it's going to be even worse. So I can say even now, many cafe bars are open, many restaurants are open, and you can still like go outside to have a coffee or to have a cocktail at night or to um, do your sightseeing or to do a beautiful uh, walking tour that I really highly recommend anyone coming over here to learn a bit of the history because Dubrovnik used to be a republic. But um, it's very important to just keep on moving. So you're remaining optimistic that things will improve and there's no point giving up, just keep trying, keep trying and you will come out the other side. Exactly, you know, like, because if you, if you look like it's the life, it's just something it happened, it is horrible, but uh, what I think it's something that is going to remain between us and uh, just like flu, unfortunately. And I believe in health system and I believe they are going to find something that it's going to help the entire world. Uh, to fight even more with this, but we just cannot shut everything down again because we experience how that feels like. And I think it's not going to do well to anyone, especially not to economy because world has to keep on moving. Mm. And that's just it. Like you have to, it's not going to, the income is not going to be the same like back in last year or before two years ago or three years ago, but you know what, better something than nothing, right? So. Indeed, indeed. So just wanted to take you back a little bit to what you said earlier, how you, you wake up at 7.51 a.m. in the morning and you try to maintain your state of zen and calm and peace with this world. Is that something that you've always done or is it something you've developed? And is it something that perhaps you learned through your traveling experiences well that's definitely something that i learned through my traveling experiences i became very open-minded and i'm i'm never like um, approaching things suspiciously 
like I'm, I would say that I'm more very careful and I am listening to myself, but I'm willing to listen to everyone and I'm happily going to try it just to see how that does to me. So I can tell that many years, like I didn't practice it before, but through my friends, I became to practice it. And something really beautifully happened. It's, uh, it came from my friend, Martine, and uh, she's in New Zealand. Um, and we have met in Toronto back in 2012. And I'm very happy that we remained friends for so many years. And she was the one creating a group that says 21 Day of Abundance. And I liked it because I was like, Wow, okay, so they say for any habit, habit, you need 21 days to create it. <laughs> so I said, okay, I'm going to challenge myself. I always wanted to meditate and that really came amazingly to me because now finally I created my little routine in the morning, time that it's very important that you have some time for yourself. And then after that, Every morning it, it became constant and that's something that I love. And uh, even before I tried, but then I would give up because we are living now in a really fast paced world. And I was like running all over the places and I was giving away my energy to everyone at work or something you are doing or some people you don't like to speak with, <laughs> which is very normal. We all have our little vampires around us or something like that, you know, and then it just hit me. It was just like, okay, this is the moment I took it and it became something that I'm doing happily every single day. Yeah. So you've developed a positive habit through the 21 days strict regime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think there's an element uh, that everyone can take away from that is if, if people are trying to make a change, if they can commit to 21 days, which isn't that long in retrospect, it becomes something that you just do without even thinking, right? Exactly. But you have to, it's very tough, especially at the beginning, because they are saying about, okay, calm your head, like don't let any uh, feelings or don't let any uh, things are coming through your head like just empty your head and concentrate on your breathing. It's easier said than done. It's not easy, you know? It's just like, and you start learning what that means after a little of time practicing mm. it. But you, you just have to want it. It's just tough. And I think people sadly are giving up quite easily when they are, when something is challenging for them or something is tough for them unfortunately but i think you know at that moment it's quite crucial because that's moment when you have to push even harder and that's something that did magic to me you know and i'm not harsh on myself if i skip one day that's okay as well i'm going to do it again tomorrow and i'm just like listening to myself like and just say okay today i don't feel like it okay tomorrow i'm going to feel like it and it's still fine. I know some people who are amazing people and who are calm and they are working constantly on themselves and they don't like to meditate and that's fine as well.
You were mentioning earlier that uh, you've been traveling around your area mm -hmm. during this pandemic. Have you found that with a lot of borders being shut down, that it's given you an opportunity to explore Croatia? And perhaps if it had not have been for this pandemic, you may not have allowed yourself the opportunity to explore your own home. Well, I was very lucky because with work, I was traveling a lot around my country and I had beautiful chances to spend a couple of months in Split or in uh, Istria like Rovin or in Zagreb or in Šibenik. And those have been like very amazing experiences as well. And even before, I always wanted to travel and to explore my own country because I'm adventurous type and I'm all the time like researching something, reading something new and I am attracted to it. And, uh, but definitely I would say as well, yes, because now like this year I had the plans to go to Bali for the new year, but you know what? I'm not going to go to Bali. <laughs> I am going to stay in my own country and I'm going to explore it even more. So I did with my partner, we spent 10 days and we traveled the entire Croatia. Now we are doing the islands. And it was amazing to, to just experience and to see some parts that I have never visited before. And that part is Slavonia, beautiful part of Croatia with beautiful land. Uh, and what it's very interesting, everything is homemade over there. They are like, people who are working in their fields and they are putting the food on their table. And it's amazing to see that process and just to see, wow, like this is completely different world, you know? So, um, so definitely I would say yes. Uh, and it's beautiful. I recommend everyone to first meet your own country because it's very beautiful. And uh, I think every country in the world is very special. Uh, and then go around and travel around the world because it's sad because we are all from every corner of this planet. When you better look, uh, I don't know, if, if I ask you where are you going to travel next, you are going to be targeting some country that you have never visited before. You are never going to say, ah, I'm going to explore my own country. And I think this is something very good that this Corona has uh, brought to all of us. Yeah, I think you're you're taking it with a an expression of it's a refreshing alternative to perhaps what would have been more normal before. Do you think that discovering other places within your country has helped you understand yourself better and where you come from? Definitely, yes. Definitely, like especially I'm very lucky because my partner is a tourist guide and uh, he knows a lot of history. And even though I love history, there are always something that he is going to say to me that I, have, I had no clue before, which is really amazing, you know? And then you are like, really? <laughs> you are having that huge question mark about your head. And uh, that's, that's amazing. Those are amazing moments because I think it's very important to understand where are you coming from? to know your roots and to know your country because when you go traveling somewhere, like if you remember back in 2012, 
when we met, you told me like, hey, I am from Australia, but I'm living in the UK. And then, you know, you are curious, I'm curious. And I'm like, okay, what brought you to Canada? <laughs> you traveled a lot. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. And I remember you telling me, and you knew a lot about your origins and knew a lot about your country, which is really amazing. And then when I told you about Croatia, you have been as well, huh, I heard, but you wanted to know more. And that's, that more is the moment where you can actually like introduce, because I think the best marketing for every country are the people who are traveling around and who are going to tell you, hey, you have to visit that country. And these are the reasons why. I agree. I think whenever you're traveling abroad, you are like an ambassador for your home country. In a sense, you can actually sell the idea of coming. Oh, I met that cool person in this hostel. And then, you know, they come spend their money, which is what we need right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I agree. You know, like I think every single person who is traveling is the ambassador of their own country. And it's beautiful. And uh, it's like just networking. It's meeting people and meeting new experiences and the locals. Like it's the best. Like when you know locals on some places, you are going to explore even more that place because it's amazing. Like, like I told you, like now we came back from Lastova Island and um, my partner's friend is living over there. He is from Lastova. They are having a beautiful restaurant over there. Uh, the name of it is Triton, if everyone is curious. And you know what? They are catching the fresh fish every day. They are having the fresh fish on the table or whatever, they are like masters of their cuisine. And it's beautiful like to know to even to meet that little place and to see the remains of the Brovnik Republic and to meet that part of the history. And that's something, you know, like something really beautiful. And then you are listening to their stories and you are curious, huh, how is the life on the island? You know, how that works? Because when you are on the mainland, you have everything accessible. You can go here or there or whatnot. And at the island it's not that easy you know yeah it's a different lifestyle isn't it it's completely different lifestyle but it's beautiful lifestyle and it's amazing how to see those people how they are actually organized you know and i believe it's not just in croatia i think it's everywhere where you go mm. i've always found traveling personally that if i have a connection a local connection with the person in the city or, or town where I'm visiting, my experience is so much different than if I knew nobody and didn't have a clue where I was going or what I was doing. And it, it, it's completely, it would be worth paying a few hundred dollars just to have that personal experience. But often it's free. It's just because you know somebody and they want to showcase their, their city or their town or where they come from. And I mean, some of my most memorable experiences are in random, crazy places where I've had a connection with somebody in some way, and I've seen the coolest bar or gone down this crazy pathway in the forest or, or you know, uh, gone somewhere, a free museum that I wouldn't have thought to go to because it's not really in the guidebooks. It's off off the beat. And they're, they're the best kinds of experiences you can get. And I mean, I've got a list, you know, from all these different places I've been and they don't cost any money. They've just been 
sometimes spontaneous and coincidental, but other times, you know, I've, I've built a relationship with somebody in another place and then I've met up with them later. I agree. Do you have any places apart from Bali that you will want to check out when it's possible? Definitely, yes. Uh, there are so many, uh, especially I would like to visit Filippini. <laughs> I would love to visit Australia and I would love to visit UK. <laughs> Uh, because of the history, I am very attracted uh, to the time of the Henry VIII and I just love that part of the history and there are so many places in the world that are still to be seen that are not so like in the guidebooks like but you know little places that you want to discover and where you want to learn more. Yeah, I've got uh, a huge list of places that I want to get to still. And if only I had unlimited time and money, that's what I say. But all the time when I'm meeting new people or I'm discovering something online or from conversations or even podcasts, actually, my list is always changing. And something that I might not have even thought of before ends up going into place number four on the wish list. So then that num number four goes down to number five. But then it's always shuffling around depending on on new information I'm discovering or, or new uh, wishes that I, that I think about of places to visit. Yeah, well, I would love to travel the entire world. <laughs> so that's the correct, that's the correct answer actually. <laughs> yeah, as many, as many as possible because I think traveling is a beautiful thing. Totally. So Anna. Fast five. Five quick fire questions require five quick fire answers. My guests must answer five random questions about traveling without thinking too much. Okay, so there's, there's five questions. Number one, northern or southern? Northern, I guess. <laughs> okay, number two, shower shoes or no shoes? No shoes. Number three, chain or independent? Independent. Number four. Venus or Mars? Venus. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, book or Kindle? Book. Nice. Okay, that's a fast five. You passed the test. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> fast five. 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 So what are you doing with the rest of your day, Anna? Well, for the rest of my day, I'm going to hang out with my family. I've uh, spent some time with my mom and my dad and my brother, and that's pretty much it. Have a dinner and just relax. And maintain Zen. Exactly. Tomorrow is a new day. <laughs> One last thing as well. This Hello Dubrovnik, I'm very curious. Is there a website or a page or something you can tell me about? Yeah, there is a website, hello-dubrovnik.com, uh, that anyone who is visiting Dubrovnik can visit. And there is a blog section where you can actually read about stuff that uh, you can do in Dubrovnik or the things that I'm recommending. You can even learn more about my business. And uh, you can find out there is a little map where you can find the hand fence. Um, either you are coming with a car or either you are coming uh, with a plane and um, 
there are many like useful stuff and anyone who needs more recommendations they can always contact me there is my cell phone there is my email over there so i'm very happy to answer anything and they can even touch base with me on facebook hello dubrovnik or instagram hello dubrovnik as well so we can <laughs> chat and uh, i can i'm going to try to be as the best of the help, help as possible even though like somebody visiting other part of croatia doesn't matter like I'm always here to help because we are always like we are very well connected. So you always know somebody from somewhere. <laughs> so you are the Dubrovnik specialist. Uh, well, if you say so, I wouldn't say <laughs> I'm just Anna who loves people and who loves welcoming people in my beautiful city and to make sure they are having the greatest experience ever. Yeah, well, that's what it was like for me. I remember even though we had such bad weather. True we that. still had a nice time. <laughs> True that. <laughs> there were some nice places uh, on the stepped streets where you can chill out and have a nice beverage. In fact, sometimes just across, across the road from each other as well. You go from one place, walk five steps, another beautiful place. Yeah, well, the street where we took a coffee uh, was the street, uh, uh, Palmonticeva Street is the name of it, where you have the Glam Cafe and you have the Vino, like the wine shop. They are spe specialized in wine and where you can try like amazing creation wines because we are very like good at it. And uh, like we had a coffee over there and even over there when you cannot find a place to take a seat, you can take a seat on the steps. They are going to bring you cushions and you can just chill and enjoy. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, even though the rain was coming down, it was still a really pleasant experience because we were at least dry under the, the awning. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> even though like the rain knows to be very like interesting over here as well, as well especially if it's like flooded then you have like lots of rain coming down the stairs, but that's the subject for next time. <laughs> Brilliant. I wanted to ask you this last question. And I was wondering if there was a piece of advice uh, somebody gave you on your traveling that you've learned from and that you might want to share. Mm, well, not in particular, but it was just go with the flow, relax and stay open-minded. Yet, be careful and do your research, but the best part is happening out of being spontaneous. Sure. Yes, leaving your comfort zone can be scary, but you need to embrace it with intelligence and not stupidity. Be open to new things and new possibilities yep that's true i like it yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> okay anna well this has been a privilege i've really enjoyed speaking with you likewise thank you very much for inviting me and it was amazing yes and uh yeah i wish you all the best of luck with your your businesses and how uh, dubrovnik recovers from the pandemic and for everything in the future Thank you. <laughs> Same to you. Happy travels. Thank you. You too. Happy travels. Stay well. Stay safe. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to The Nostalgic Vagabond. My guest has been Anna Martusic. There are more episodes in this podcast series where you can hear different tales from other fellow travellers. Check them out anywhere you can grab good podcasts. 
And big ups to Tom Forfar for creating the soundtrack to the series. Don't forget, your journey is special. Own it. I've been Alan Hill. Until next time.